time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, of course, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, based in Greensboro, but serving you from anywhere across the country online at roadmapfinancial.com. Good show on the way today. We're going to talk about moving those retirement goalposts. Have you done it? Have you thought about it? Is it worth the risk? We're going to dive into that conversation in a few moments. But Glenn, great to talk with you this week. How are things in your world? Oh, we're doing well, Walter. We're getting into summertime. It's you know, it's right. we've had we've had kind of a cooler, cooler spring, and um, so I kind of enjoyed that. But it's it's I think I think we officially crossed over the yeah. the 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 line there, and now we're getting up in the eighties and nineties and stuff. So it's 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 kind of nice having having full seasons though for for a change here in in, in the Carolinas. Yeah. Do you uh, d- does the trend continue or do now you pay for the cooler spring? And that's the big well, question, right? And it seems we like we shall maybe, see. But you know, normally maybe we're in the pay for it category. So yeah. So I, I you know I don't know I I. I, I I'll take I'll take what we got, you know. That's right. And see what happens. I hopefully summer doesn't blaze into the fall too deep, but you know, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 see. You know, the the thing is, obviously, we don't have any control over that, do we? No, nope. We'll just deal with it as it comes, as as always, right? So that's right. Well, uh, very good. Well, while we're uh, while we're wondering what direction the uh, summer may take on us as we record today's show, we're also wondering what direction perhaps our retirements are going to take. And here's a good scene-setting question for you today. Do you ever feel like your retirement planning goals are always moving? Think about that for a second. And if you do think that, well, good news, you're not alone. In fact, we found that a lot of people often will move the goalposts in their own retirement planning, often to their detriment, unfortunately. And so in today's episode, we're going to dive deep into a little bit of the psychology of the retirement planning world and some of those dangers of moving those goalposts, whether we're the one moving them or if uh, maybe just uh, forces around us are moving the goalposts for us. And we're going to see why those dangers exist and what we can do about it uh, to try and not let it be detrimental to our retirement success. So let's dive in first. We've got a couple kind of different categories where we see these goalposts moving quite a bit, Glenn. And the first one usually has to do with cash. These aren't necessarily in any particular order, but I feel like cash is a pretty good way to start. And a lot of people, I noticed this on on my own, Glenn, just to kind of poke fun at myself. My uh, my emergency fund fluctuates more than it should. <laughs> Right. How much how much cash do you need on hand? It's an important question any time of life, but especially as we get into retirement, and people tend to move that goalpost a little bit, don't they? Yeah, no, it, it it happens, Walter. You know, I mean, it can happen on both sides of it too, right? I mean, you know, if you if you have something happen, and you know, you kind of invade that emergency fund a little bit, and you know, and then sometimes it's a little challenging to get it, you know, to get it built back up, or maybe on the other side of the coin, depending upon what's going on in your life, and you know, at any given time. You know, sometimes it'll 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 start creeping higher, and you stay satisfied with that, and then it creeps a little higher, and suddenly, all you know, it's it, little by little, it's like you know, you maybe maybe you have a little too much money sitting there that's uh, that's not really working for you, and and uh, it's not really serving a purpose. It's just you know, sitting in a you know in a holding position, if you will, and and uh, you know, it's it you really want to kind of think in terms of you know, well, what do you really need to have as an emergency fund, and you know, there's some differing opinions here and there, but by and large, I think you know, most most folks kind of uh, agree that it's you know somewhere between you know six and twelve months 
of you know of your of your expenses you know and what do you you know in order to be able to you know if something was to happen can you you know survive a little bit to you know to get through some you know, some tough times and you know and, and get take it to the other side and you know get get yourself re readjusted if you know if, if there's if a true emergency happens that said you know there are situations too walter where you know if you know something's coming you know it's like okay you know i've got you know i'm gonna need to buy a new car or you know maybe there's something going on with the house you know the the roof is coming you know that you're gonna have to be replacing it soon or maybe an hvac unit you know that everybody kind of knows the drill there, there's a, there's a few things that are out there and you know you might you may be uh you know, having to, you know, put a little extra aside, but, you know, those aren't, th those little settings aside, it's like, you know, you really wouldn't consider your car or, you know, the HVAC, you know, as an emergency fund, so to speak, but at the same time, nonetheless, they, they, they come up. And so you kind of have to find that right balance as to, you know, what do you need to have in cash reserves or at least have access to capital, right? And that becomes one of the bigger challenges because so many people, particularly when you're in the saving years and you know, and you're and you're putting money away and you know, you're trying to accumulate for the retirement, you know, so many people have have so much of their money tied up in their 401ks and or their home equity, and they you know they've got assets, but they don't really necessarily have access to them very easily, and then that becomes a challenge. So you you want to you want to kind of think in terms of you know, how can you position yourself in such a way that, you know, you have some cash available or, or, or have, or have some types of, uh, of, you know, investments or, or different types of, you know, financial products that give you access to capital when you need it. And that's, that, that becomes a, uh, you know, a little bit of a tricky thing because there's, there, there are ways of doing that, that don't necessarily have to have your money just sit there and earn nothing at the bank, but, but it takes some planning and, you know, and probably working with, uh, with a professional, you know, to, uh, who has access to other things that, uh, that you may not just necessarily have. And just like if you were to do it like an online account or, or, to, you know, to walk into the bank. So, but uh, it, it's, 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 it's a little tricky, isn't it, Walter? Because everybody's situation's a bit different, but you gotta, you gotta kind of figure that out and know where you stand and um, what do you really need. And, and, and it's kind of like an ongoing assessment. Ongoing assessment, great way to put it, actually, Glenn. And I think that's one reason why um, you know we put that on this list because it is really important uh, to make sure that we are indeed evaluating the right levels of different things in our portfolio all the time. Cash being one of those central items. Another place where we see people moving the retirement goalposts is when it comes to saving in the first place. People might be saving, you know, here and there, maybe a little bit helter skelter, perhaps in their strategy, if we can even call it that. And when you talk to somebody about getting serious about saving, they tend to will tell themselves, okay, I'll get serious about it next year. I'll get serious about saving next year. Once I get through this year, okay, now we're going to get serious about it. That goalpost movement can be really, really detrimental if it continues and continues year to year. There's no doubt about it, Walter. And a lot of people fall in that trap, right? Because it's, you know, it's, it's challenging. I mean, life happens, right? And there's always additional expenses, as you know, we were kind of talking about different things, maybe car or you know, car repairs or, you know, you know, different things around the house. You know, sometimes it's like you want to do you want to do some extra things. You know, you feel like you've earned it and whatnot. Maybe you want to redo the kitchen or redo a bathroom or something like that. And 
You know, and it takes extra money to do that, as, as everybody knows. And different people have different strategies about that. You know, are you going to finance it? Or are you going to self-finance it? You know, I kind of think in terms of, you know, if you're if you're using your cash to do that, you're, you know, most people don't think of it in those terms. But, you know, no matter what you what, no matter what you're doing, you're financing it. You're either using somebody else's money or your own. Right. And, you know, and if you're using your own, you, you really should have a strategy of, as to how you're going to pay yourself back, because, you know, other otherwise you're you're you know, you're kind of on you. you kind of get stuck in a, you know, in a, in a, in a bad cycle that where you, you know, you kind of always are, are feeling like you're behind. And so, you know, you got to be making payments one way or the other to either yourself if something happens or to, or to somebody else, if you, you know, if you're using other people's money, if, if you will, you know, and it's a challenge, but you, you got to really think in terms of, okay, you know, you, you, you want to live within your means and figure out, it's like, okay, how much do I need to be putting away you know, regardless of what as to what's happening, but you know, I mean, it's it's that's that's very difficult for for a lot of people to to really you know deal with and do, because as you know, I mean, we you know life is what it is, and you got you know a lot of times you have kids in college, and you know there's just there's you know I mean there's any number of things that that are that are there, Walter, that can that can cause you to you know to postpone saving, but you know as as you know as the the old saying says, you know, you got to pay yourself first. Then beyond that, you know, then then take in, you know take into account what's what's going on, and sometimes you just have to do without a few things. You know, it, it may not be a pleasant thought, but 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 ultimately, it's you know you're you're going to reap the dividends later down the line if if you if you do that. Great points on that one, Glenn. So glad we included it. Don't get serious about saving next year. Get serious about it this year. In fact, today, why don't you? Uh, another area where people move goalposts when it comes to retirement planning. I should reduce. My risk, a lot of shoulds, and then uh, action doesn't usually follow that sentence. Right. Well, yeah. I mean that that happens, Walter. Right. I mean, it, particularly, unfortunately, sometimes that that um, that idea of reducing risk comes at, a little bit too late. Right. Because you know people you know kind of get a little bit hooked on. It's like when when things are going really well in the markets and they're putting money away for for retirement, and you know, and they're getting closer and closer to retirement, and they're they're used to being a little bit more aggressive and, you know, yet they know they're getting closer and, you know, and, you know, to those, you know, to the retirement years and when they're going to really need to, you know, start to access those funds. And it's really tempting sometimes to, to postpone, right? And it's like, ah, well, let's, you know, just get a little, let's let, let's let this run a little bit longer and be a little bit more aggressive in terms of how much money I'm putting aside and, you know, and how we're, how we're getting it, you know, you know, positioned, you know, for retirement. And that's something where, you know, you just got to be, you, you got to be aware of what you're doing, right? And, and you know, and oftentimes, you know, it, it, it's lack of planning that, that causes you to, to say, oh, well, I'm going to put that one off, right? I mean, you, you know, it, it's, you know, you, you don't want to be overly cautious on one hand. On the other hand, it's like, you know, you want to, you want to be, you know, positioned right for where you are. And, you know, and when you're thinking about retirement and, you know, and being able to, stop working and stop having that income from, you know, from your labor, if you will, and be, you know, be drawing from, you know, from what you've put away for retirement, you know, it, it, when you're, when you're thinking about pulling money out and you're in that preservation and distribution mode versus the accumulation and saving mode, you know, it, it, you, you've got, you've got to think in terms of, you've got to be willing to say, you know what, I, I can't be chasing after things because, you know, if you do, uh, you know, there's too many, there's too many horror stories where people stayed a little too long and they didn't follow their plans and they moved those goalposts, if, if you will. And suddenly 
they ended up having to postpone their retirement because the things things you know took a turn for the worse and you know there's there you know it's it's markets go up and markets go down and really you know can't really time that you know you you can you can be strategic in terms of how you position but you you don't want to get yourself into a bind where it's, it's like you had all your plans set and you were ready to retire and you would try to go just a little bit too much and suddenly you know, you lose you lose too much value in your account because you stayed in, you stayed aggressive too long, and now all of a sudden you find yourself having to maybe work for a few more years to get yourself back to where you wanted to be, and and nobody really wants to be in that position for sure. No, you certainly don't want to be in that realm. Uh, let's go with one more area, Glenn, where people often will move their retirement goalposts, and that's when it comes to picking a retirement date. And maybe this one's the most common on all of these lists, or maybe the most common among true people planning for retirement. And that's, you pick that date, oh, I'm going to do it when I'm 65. And then maybe you push it back, or you try to push it forward, or move it all around. <laughs> that's uh, that's something that a lot of people, I think, go through. You Probably by the time you actually get to the retirement date, you've maybe moved it several times. Why is that such a bad thing? Well, I mean, Walter, it's... It... I wouldn't. I mean, this one. This one is one that you know. I mean, I think can have some flexibility to it. Frankly, I mean, it, you know, you want you do want to have you know planning with it, but you know, you don't want to be haphazard. But at the same time, I mean, you know, it, there is reason to you know to you know you want you want to have you want to have purpose in your life, right? And you know, one of the things that 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 a lot of folks kind of leave out of the retirement planning is the is the non financial parts, right? It's like, what are you going to do with your time if you're not going if you're not going to work, if you're not running your business, if you're not going in there and, and doing your job and so forth? I mean, it's a lot of time, you know, that all of a sudden you you go from you know you you go from working and you know having a full schedule to all of a sudden it's like you've got all you know you wake up one day and you've retired and now there's all this time and that can be intimidating so you want to you want to really think in terms of you know what does that mean you know not only you know financially i mean do you have enough saved and do you have strategy there for you know to you know to provide income for the lifestyle that you're wanting to have but also just you know you know what are you going to do and a lot of people a lot of people you know haven't done that part and then when they get a little closer they're like oh you know I might be getting you know that might be kind of boring um, you know I you know I think maybe I'll just work a little bit longer cuz I'm not sure what I want to do a lot of people have their you know their 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 whole self image tied up in what they've been doing in their career and and so forth so you know it, it's you know that 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 one that one's a little tricky, Walter. I mean, I I think I think that there's you know certainly you know in terms of you know if you're working a little bit longer, then obviously your your retirement savings are going to be pushed out a little bit further, and maybe you're maybe you're saving a little bit more, which is you know is never a bad thing. But you do want to have some strategy behind it. You know, the, you got to get real cautious about the idea of you know saying, you know what, I think I'm going to be good. I'm going to retire sooner. I get a little bit wor- more worried about that one because obviously you got to make the money last a little bit longer. And you know, and and you know, sometimes that you know, sometimes folks get a little bit, little bit too ambitious about it. say, like, hey, I want to go do this and I want to go do that. And you know, and and as you and I both know. You know, and I think the listeners probably know as well. It's just like you know, when when you're thinking about the retirement years, you know, not everybody necessarily thinks of it in these terms. But you know, you have the you know you have the go go years, the slow go years, and the no go years, right? And the and the go go years is when you're you know you're first retiring, and you know you're at the youngest point that you're going to be in retirement, and you're wanting to go do more things, right? You want to take more trips and do more things, and you know probably spend more money. 
you know, and you know, then you're then you may end up doing a little bit later in your retirement. And so, you know, you, you gotta you gotta make sure that you're you know that you're gonna be okay, you know, to be able to take those extra trips and so forth. Because you know, there there are situations where you know folks actually you know end up spending more than you know after they've retired, particularly in those first few years, than they did when they were in their working years. And that's counterintuitive. A lot of people think, oh well, you know, I'll be spending less, and I'll be you know. It's, you know, it, you got to really be honest with yourself and take a look and say, you know, it's like, okay, does, does this, does this really make sense in terms of, you know, picking that retirement date, you know, as to where, you know, where you, where you've, you know, set it out there and, you know, again, kind of come back and revisit it as you're getting closer and closer to it. You know, I, I don't think it's a, you know, a very good idea to just, you know, set it out there and just not think about it and then say, okay, well, hey, I'm here. Let's just pull the ripcord. You know, I mean, you want to be constantly evaluating it. And that goes into, you know, looking at, you know, what, what do you, you know, again, what, what are you going to be doing with your time, having those conversations with your spouse or your significant other as to, you know, what all that's going to look like, you know, what, a, you know, what, you know, it says something, you know, are there things that have maybe changed since you initially put that date out there? You know, and may, you know, maybe for you, maybe for them, it, there, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of factors there, but um, you know, you, you want to, you want to kind of have an idea of what you're shooting at and, and what you're shooting towards. And, you know, the, you know, the caution, like I say, the caution comes a little bit, you know, if you're, if you're thinking of retiring sooner, but you know, it's still also, it's also true that, you know, you don't want to work too long and, you know, and then, you know, and rob yourself of what you've been working for your whole life. So, you know, I think it, it really comes down to Walter is, is, you know, is, is having, having those real heart to hearts, you know, with your, with your significant other and your spouse, yourself, and probably a good idea to, you know, to be, to be looking to, you know, having an advisor, you know, to just kind of, you know, bounce different ideas off of and to make sure that what you're planning makes sense and, you know, and that you really are going to be able to do what you think you're going to be able to do and what you want to do. Always great points, Glenn, and that's a really good analysis of that picking a retirement date debate uh, because I think that's a good debate to have. That one's not necessarily you know, super risky uh, if you're doing it the right way and if it's actually opening you up to additional opportunities. So I appreciate the nuance on that particular response as well. So there you have it, some of the areas where we see people moving the retirement goalposts, the good and the bad of that discussion. If it leads you to any additional questions about your financial plan, well, Glenn is here to help answer them. In fact, you can talk to him one-on-one about any financial questions that you have by going to RoadmapFinancial.com and clicking the free consultation button and scheduling a time to visit that way. So again, in the description of today's show, or just go to RoadmapFinancial.com and click the free consultation button. You can also call Glenn at 336 Two nine one thirty five thirty five. That's three three six two nine one thirty five thirty five. Glenn, thanks for the help on today's show. Enjoyed this conversation, and we'll look forward to another good topic next week. All right, Walter, take care. Right, you as well. Coming up on next week's show, we're going to talk about retirement planning next steps. Are you unsure, confident, or certain about your retirement? Well, depending on where you fall in those different categories, might dictate the next steps that you uh, put out in front of you and take. So we're going to discuss that coming up on the next edition of the Retirement Roadmap. Until then, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. 